Ukraine called Veseli Musica, which translates as Happy Musicians, and that song was called Zamknu Chatu, which translates as A House Nearby. Vitaju vas vsih dorhi radio suhechita, vitaju vas vsih na radio peredaciu nash holos radio krinskoho kurinja. Avorit Pavlina, diakuju, stori shole perebutuzinoyu na stupnu hudenu. Hello there and welcome to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio. I'm your host Pavlina. Thank you so much for tuning in. We've got a great program lined up for you. We've got a commentary courtesy Ukraine today, and uh, Volodymyr Solohub will be speaking with a retired admiral. And they'll be discussing the Sea Breeze military exercises in the Black Sea this past summer. As well, we'll have a book review by Myra Junik, and she'll be talking about a book by BC author Grant Boudet, and that is a novel named The Delusionist. As well, we'll have our usual proverb of the week, other items of interest, and great Ukrainian music. And coming up next is Oksana Mucha from Ukraine and a song called Chlopsi Rebolovtsi, The Fisher Boys. Субтитры 
Thanks to the foresight and generosity of its donors, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been investing in the future of the Ukrainian-Canadian community for over 50 years. Since 1963, the Taras Shevchenko Foundation has been funding initiatives that strengthen our Ukrainian-Canadian identity and enhance our Ukrainian-Canadian cultural heritage. These include fine and performing arts and arts groups, museums, cultural centers, education, as well as authors, journalists, and the Ukrainian-Canadian media, including this program. The Foundation strives to become the premier not-for-profit foundation in a Canada which acknowledges the Ukrainian-Canadian community as a fundamental component of Canadian society. Nash Hollis listeners are encouraged to support this vision through continued donations into the future. To apply for grants, make a donation, or for more information, visit ShochenkoFoundation.com. Want to listen to Nash Holes without using your web browser? Well, it's very easy. Download Stitcher's Smart Radio for iPhone and Android. Ukrainian Jewish Heritage is a bi-weekly series sponsored by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter based in Toronto, featuring stories of Ukrainians and Jews working together in solidarity and harmony to restore and strengthen centuries-old bonds and affinities nearly destroyed by hostile outside forces in the bloody 20th century and even today. Tune in next week for another episode of Ukrainian Jewish Heritage, brought to you by the Ukrainian Jewish Encounter here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. У місто приїхав зомліво краси, від вроди дівочої рвуться труси, та не ведуть у оману діла, на мене чекає моя мала. Та нитки розтягнуть, не лишать гроша. Як глянеть журналіний холода над душам Моделів гламурних та доля зберегла На мене чекає моя мала Та Богу хвала, на мене чекає моя мала.
Олег Яким і просякла уся наша творчість. Ми прощаємось з вами і сподіваємося, що ви отримали положительний культурологічний шок. З вами була група Коня Елен Танкін Anton Mukharski from Ukraine with a Ukrainian lyric set to an American gospel tune, Moya Mala, and that trans- translates as My Sweetheart. Coming up next, the Voloshki Trio from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, so coming quite a bit closer to home here in Canada. And this is from Voloshki's CD called Fantasia. They're joined by Ron Kahoot and Budia with Tijmena Piedmanula, You Deceived Me. special feature courtesy Ukraine Today, Ukraine's first English-language TV and news channel. The following is one of a series of features exploring pressing issues in today's Ukraine. Hello and welcome to Ukraine Today. I'm Vladimir Solohub. On July 18th, the joint Ukrainian-U.S. multinational maritime exercise Sea Breeze 2016 kicked off in southeastern Ukraine. The annual military drills have been taking place in Ukraine since 1997. But ever since Russia's illegal annexation of Crimea in 2014, these drills seem to have more of a political rather than military character. Join me now to discuss this year's military exercise in the Black Sea as Mr. Ihor Kabanenko, a retired Ukrainian admiral and now president of Ukrainian Advanced Research Project Agency. Mr. Kabanenko, welcome to Ukraine today. 
thank you very much for invitation. So, Mr. Kabanenko, do you agree with the statement that in the past several years, these military exercises, the sea breeze, um, have more of a political significance rather than military? Uh, politically, this exercise is important, especially in this year, because it's, uh, this exercise demonstrates uh, mechanisms of solidarity of uh, uh, American community, Euro Atlantic community with Ukraine for against hybrid threats. And of course, this uh, especially important from my point of view. Uh, keep in mind the situation, not easy situation, disbalanced situation in the Black Sea region. So, political aspect is very important. But also, I would like to also to say a couple words about military aspects, because in this year, uh, we can see uh, that during this exercise, this year, uh, more uh, training, uh, let's say, advantage, uh, military training advantage on this exercise, Sibris, because a lot of uh, mobile training teams took part in this exercise, uh, different uh, trainings for our personnel, uh, not only, let's say, for uh, combat as a combat activities, but uh, uh, to survive in uh, different uh, during different scenarios, to uh, keep uh, vulnerability, to uh, keep a good how to keep a good uh, level of combat readiness, and so on. And also, uh, uh, one more important aspect from my uh, point of view, also this aspect uh, is correlated with. Uh, uh, final communique of uh, Warsaw Summit. Uh, it means deterrence, uh, mechanism, mechanisms of uh, deterrence in Black Sea region because uh, it's uh, now doubt that uh, after uh, occupation of Crimea, militarization of Crimea, uh, it's, a, it's a lot of uh, uh, problems created in terms of disbalance of power in this region. It's, from my point of view, it's also a mechanism to keep uh, good uh, parity in the Black Sea region. It also it, and also uh, it demonstrates of. Uh, some mechanism of uh, deterrence in this region. Mr. Kovanenko, now that you mentioned the Warsaw Summit, one of the key decisions during that summit was to increase the contingent of um, NATO member troops uh, across the eastern border of the NATO countries. We will now see almost 4,000 uh, soldiers from the U.S., Canada, Germany uh, placed across Poland and the Baltic countries. In, in light of this fact, do you, think, do you think that we will see more of a joint military drill between Ukraine and NATO member countries, which uh, obviously one of the, 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 the effects of these drills, which, which they have, is Russia's constant unhappiness and uh, with, uh, with, with such maneuvers. Yes, of course, uh, it's an important uh, decision of Warsaw Summit. Uh, they call this uh, the, uh, the shift to uh, uh, eastern uh, borders uh, of NATO. It's of course it's also some kind of it's also mechanisms of uh, deterrence uh, against those uh, hybrid threats and hybrid warfare built by by Russia. What about the joint exercise? Yeah. Do you think Ukraine it, can yeah, count yes, on this? Yes. Uh, of course, for us it is important. It's uh, what we have to pay more attention in this uh, context and uh, and uh, to take part in different exercises. Uh, also. So we have experience of participation in exercises CMAX and exercises uh, of uh, highest readiness forces, NRF, NATO response forces, and other uh, programs, exercises, and so on. I think this is also we need to strengthen our relations, uh, our cooperation in this field, and also this is this can bring a lot of uh, capabilities for our forces. Also, keep in mind for what in our uh, uh, strategic defense building, we've got uh, obligation uh, to build our armed forces to transform, to reform our armed forces based on NATO standards up to 2020. It's an ambitious uh, task, but I think this is also a good instrument, a very important instrument to uh, 
to take pay more attention and to take part in different NATO exercises in different uh, based on different scenarios and based on uh, let's say civil military uh, cooperation civil military aspects from the military perspective what kind of benefits does it give to Ukraine and Ukrainian army because obviously Ukrainian army will not be part of NATO um, um, anytime soon so does the, do these exercises simply increase the capability of the Ukrainian army or is there any other benefits from my, from my point of view uh, it's two way road two ways road uh, one hand of course it's a possibility to implement the best NATO standards uh, in different spheres not only let's say uh, uh, technical operational administrative organizational military standards but also it's an opportunity for NATO countries to accept our experience to learn lessons of what we've got during this uh, war because this is new style new uh, and the vast you can uh, hear what they call this in NATO and in the United States of America, they call this new generation warfare. It's really new generation warfare because based on new methods, new technologies and new approaches how to fight. Uh, so we've got a lot of experience and also we can, we can uh, help our Western colleagues to understand, to better understand this environment and also to accept necessary standards uh, how to fight, how to better fight and win in this war. So uh, it's two-way road towards road and also it's a good opportunity for both. It's a mutually beneficial approach from my point of view. Mr. Kovanenko, if we could go back to these um, military drills in the Black Sea and uh, talk a bit about Ukrainian fleet. Um, uh, there were some experts who were saying that Ukraine, after the illegal occupation of Crimea, is, has simply been left with one real battleship which did not take play it did not part, take part in these years exercise so why does ukraine need these mili- uh, these naval exercises whereas its military fleet is so diminished uh, it's a, it's a, it's a good question but uh also, it's a uh, it's opportunity right now that we have uh, not uh, perfect, let's say, naval capabilities. Uh, it's also a, a possibility to build more strong, more comprehensive cooperation to uh, better understand this environment for all participants of uh, uh, exercise of this. Exercise, better understand this maritime environment, this situation in maritime economic exclusive maritime economic zone. It's not easy situation because. Uh, not only Ukraine is a, is a, a state, uh, a Black Sea state, Black Sea country, also NATO countries, they have also their own interests here, they have also exclusive economic zones here, and also for them it's also the same threats right now. So cooperation in this field, cooperation in terms of clarification situation, in terms of uh, you know, uh, possibility to better understand each other, understand this this environment, and also to train uh, how to better respond, adequately respond. It's 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 an advantage also of this exercise. It's it's a good way also to create some kind of capabilities. I would also uh, mention what during this summit, unfortunately, it was not a decision in terms of proposal of Romania. Uh, we know what Romania proposed before summit to create some kind of NATO Black Sea fleet here uh, in Black Sea. Uh, we will also Ukraine proposed our own capabilities, naval capabilities. Uh, so uh, unfortunately, uh, this decision did uh, not uh, took place. Uh, but uh, it was decision to pay more attention on exercises, uh, to carry out different uh, exercises, to analyze situation and build more close cooperation with Ukraine. So uh, it's also uh, advantage. It's also opportunity for us uh, how we can create our necessary capabilities because we have lack. Uh, we have uh, problems here. Uh, because our partner countries, they can uh, propose for us uh, different platforms, maritime platforms, and uh, for us it's a question how we can use the, those proposals, how, how we can uh, 
uh, based on, again, I would say it's, it's important of uh, cost-effective approach to create necessary capabilities. So, uh, dialogue, cooperation, uh, common uh, evaluation of common threats, and uh, creation of best way how to how to fight how to win but yet in 2014 when there was a very direct and immediate threat of russia occupying the crimea nothing has been done about uh, about about this threat including by these countries who are uh, part of this black sea exercise or uh, by any other nato member countries so what kind of hopes ukraine can have for the future and what kind of cooperation ukraine can talk about and what kind of a addressing of threats ukraine can talk hope in the future whereas during the most recent threat nothing has been done from my point of view it's uh it's uh, our hope it's uh, to build uh, the more comprehensive more smart let's say cooperation to better response of uh, these modern threats what what activated what uh, those threats is not the same as it was before and of course, uh, we have to uh, use our experience from the, from past uh, uh, platforms uh, of cooperation. What uh, took place before, but uh, use them on uh, based on on, on uh, clarification of those concrete uh, asymmetric threats, these hybrid threats, what exist right now. So it's not easy easy way. Uh, it's a way of. Uh, um, understanding of this situation, but it's only one way to survive. Why? Because if in this region we will uh, only face uh, this disbalance of power, it was only, uh, it, it is also a lesson from uh, past. If it would be not a uh, balance of power in this region, it would be a region of war. We have to remember that and also use our common efforts to bring our common efforts to avoid this scenario. Well, it looks like indeed some very complex issues there. Mr. Kovanenko, many thanks for finding the time to Thank come you. and talk to us. We were discussing the multinational joint military exercise in the Black Sea and uh, the challenges and threats Ukraine is facing in the Black Sea region and the ways to address them with former Admiral Mr. Ihor Kovanenko. In Ukraine today. This has been a special feature courtesy Ukraine's first English language TV and news channel, Ukraine Today. To hear more from Ukraine Today, check all of this week's editions of Nasholos at www.nasholos.com. And for their full roster of breaking stories, as well as interviews, press reviews, and in depth analysis on Ukraine, follow Ukraine Today on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and their live blog, uatoday.tv. Vyslouchejte radio předáčů náš holos Radio Krínského Koríně na bohatomovní radiostanci AM1320 u místí Vancouveri. Při mikrofoni Pavlína. You're listening to Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio on AM1320 CHMB Vancouver. I'm your host Pavlína. Step, 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 step
Ukrainian group by the name of Jedola, and that is a song that harkens back quite a few years. It is a patriotic song, and it is called Step Home, Step Home on the Steps. Up next is Ukrainian songstress Maria Burmaka with her most recent release, a song about unrequited love, Yakbeme, If We. to Knishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, Ukrainian stories in English. 
In this edition of Knishka Corner, we will be discussing Grant Boudet's novel, The Delusionist. The Delusionist explores the lives of a Ukrainian-Canadian family in Vancouver, beginning in 1962 and ending in the 1990s. The family is haunted by their experiences during Stalin's Holodomor in Ukraine. In The Delusionist, Grant Boudet poses the question, Can we change? His response is, no, but we can become more deeply ourselves. The protagonist of this novel is Cyril Andrachuk, who is an outcast in his own family because he was born in Canada, not in Ukraine like the rest of his family. His beloved father dies when Cyril is only 10 years old, and he continues to idolize him even after death. As a teenager, Cyril rebels. He falls in love with fellow art student Connie Chow. His pragmatic mother cannot understand his desire to become an artist, and she actively sabotages his efforts. Meanwhile, she struggles to live with her grief for her husband while carrying the psychological scars of traumatic experiences in Stalin's Ukraine. His older brother studies hard and becomes a prosperous accountant. Cyril struggles with life. Connie leaves him to pursue an acting career in Hollywood. His mother destroys his art studio portfolio of Stalin images. As a result, he is rejected by the art school and drifts from one menial job to the next. He lives in Mexico, for a time collecting exotic birds to sell in Canada. He returns and signs up for evening art classes. However, he never follows through with his passion for art by trying to exhibit or sell his artwork. He continues to live with his mother in a house backing onto a cemetery while she obsesses about Stalin. Any time his mother saw a picture of Stalin in a newspaper, book, or magazine, she burned out the eyes with a match. Cyril's poor judgment leads to a criminal record which haunts him. Will he ever turn his life around? This novel gives readers some very powerful insights into the history of Ukraine and the lives of Ukrainian-Canadian immigrants in the last decades of the 20th century. They live out their lives remembering the blight of Stalinism and the horrors of the Holodomor. They struggle to adapt to Canadian life and face a series of significant challenges. How can they preserve their Ukrainian culture while dating and marrying non-Ukrainians? Why does the second generation not want to learn the Ukrainian language? How can any kind of family life continue when siblings hate each other? In Grant Boudet's The Delusionist, Cyril Andrachuk is a remarkably complex character. In many respects, he is a failure at life. His family rejects him. He cannot sustain a relationship. He desperately wants to become an artist, but works at menial jobs. As a young man, he is arrested for a minor crime, but this mistake taints his entire life. Readers will be frustrated by his lack of determination to face his own delusions. However, they will also be amazed by his powerful need to preserve his individuality in the face of incredible obstacles. Cyril is a reminder to all of us that change is possible at any age. Grant Boudet lives with his family on Maine Island, British Columbia. For six years, he taught English at Kwatlen University College and Langara College in Vancouver. He has written for several Canadian magazines, such as the Vancouver Review and Canadian Notes and Queries. He is the author of nine books, including The Venetian, Monday Night Man, White Lung, Golden Goa, Roachbound, and Dragonflies. His works have been nominated for the City of Vancouver Book Prize, and in 2006, he won the Fiddlehead Magazine Short Fiction Award. Readers will be intrigued by his most recent novel, The Delusionist, which explores art, history, relationships, and the delusions which plague our lives. The Delusionist was a finalist for the 2016 Kobzar Literary Award. The Delusionist is available at Chapters Indigo 
and Amazon. Thanks, Myra. Join us again soon for another edition of Kanishka Corner, book reviews by Myra Junik, here on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. My name is Serhii Kaznadi in Toronto, Canada, and I am pleased to narrate Victor's vignettes, stories about life in Soviet and post-Soviet Ukraine. These stories were written by Viktor Sergeyev, who lives in Mykolaiv, Ukraine. Viktor worked as freelance technical translator from English, but now has multiple sclerosis, which makes speaking difficult for him. But he finds great joy and a creative outlet in writing and sharing his stories online and here on Nazholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. You can find Victor's original transcripts along with his commentary at his blog, Vignettes, Life in Ukraine. Links and audio files at nazholos.com. Baba is what I called my granny on my father's side, or sometimes just simply Ba. My Baba was an amazing woman. Her folk wisdom and wit still inspire me to this day, even though I didn't really even know her. I was only two years old when she died, so there were times growing up when I wondered if I invented her myself. But she definitely did exist. I know this because throughout my childhood years, my mom was in the habit of prefacing folk sayings with, as your Baba said. As a rule, in Ukrainian, the sayings rhymed, and made great sense. Here are a few examples. Vmila hotuvate, ta nevmila podavate. Good cooking, but poor presentation. Desheva rybka, pohana yushka. Cheap fish makes bad soup. Netak stalosya, jak hadalosya. Appearances can be deceiving. Šošvitko robitsya, to krive rodice. Haste makes waste. V čužih rukah zavše bilše šmatok. The neighbor's grass is always greener. Zadurnoju holovoju inohamne ma spokoju. A foolish head creates restless legs. Daj Bože našemu teljati vovka zjisti. Please, Lord, allow our calf to eat a wolf. Nevčerebu plavati. Do not teach a fish to swim. Dalše oči, dalše serce. Out of sight, out of mind. Durin dumkoju bahetije. A foolish man creates wealth only in his mind. As a child, I was very proud to have such an astute and wise granny. As I grew older, of course, I realized that she was not in fact the actual author of these remarkable sayings. Still, Ukrainian proverbs always remind me of my granny. So the habit of adding, as my Baba said, will last forever. I am Serhii Kaznadi in Toronto, Canada. I hope you enjoyed this edition of Victor's Vignettes, stories from the life of Viktor Sergeyev in Mykolaiv, Ukraine. You can find Victor's original transcripts and commentary at his blog, Vignettes, Life in Ukraine. For audio archives and links, visit www.nashholos.com. So until next time, do pobaczenia!
Here's what's coming up this week in Vancouver's Ukrainian community. On Wednesday's Catch Nash Holos Ukrainian Roots Radio broadcasting live from Nanaimo to north and central Vancouver Island, the Gulf Islands, the Sunshine Coast, northwest Washington State, and in the greater Vancouver listening area. Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY Radio Malaspina, 101.7 FM on the radio dial and streaming online at chly.ca. Next Friday, enjoy a pierogi supper at the Ukrainian Community Society of Ivan Franco in Richmond. The hall is located at 5311 Francis Road, between Railway and Number 2 Road. Doors are open from 5 to 7.30 p.m. For more information, call the Society at 604-274-4119 or visit them online at www.ivanfranco.ca. If you're in Richmond on Saturday and miss the pierogi supper, you can still stock up on traditional Ukrainian food, cabbage rolls, pierogies, kubasa, and sauerkraut at the Ukrainian Community Society of Ivan Franco, 5311 Francis Road, between Number 2 Road and Railway Avenue, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. every Saturday. Channel 8 Omni airs two Ukrainian-language TV shows in the Vancouver viewing area, Contact TV Sundays at 7 a.m., with repeats Tuesdays at 9 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 a.m., and Forum TV Sundays at 8 a.m., with repeats on Tuesdays at 10 a.m. and Thursdays at 12 noon. And at 6 p.m. on Saturday evenings, flip your radio dial right back here to AM 1320 CHMB Vancouver or catch the live stream at am1320.com. And join me for another hour of fun on Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio. In between broadcasts, make sure to follow Nasholos and me on Facebook and Twitter. And for audio archives, transcripts, podcast feeds and more, visit our website at www.nasholos.com.
a Toronto group by the name of Zapovi that was Hey Ivane, Hey Johnny. Up next, coming a little further west to Winnipeg, this is High Profile from their most recent CD in Ukrainian tradition. And here they are with a sad song called Sam Pyu Sam Hulayu, I Dance and Drink Alone. best in Ukrainian programming, tune in to Nasholos Ukrainian Roots Radio in Vancouver every Saturday at 6 p.m. on AM 1320 CHMB and streaming at am1320.com. Live in Nanaimo Wednesdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Time on CHLY 101.7 FM and online at chly.ca and elsewhere in the world on the PCJ Radio Network on AM, FM and Shortwave Radio. In between broadcasts, you can find us online at www.noshholos.com where you can get podcast links to all three editions of the show. As well, make sure to follow Nash Holos on Twitter and please like our Facebook page. And our proverb of the week translates as Every state reflects its people. Well, that takes us to the end of another edition of Nash Holos. To take us to the end of our program, we have Prairie Crocus, also from Winnipeg, and the Valley River Polka. I'm Pavlina. On behalf of all of us here at Nash Holos and AM 1320, thanks for listening and Dobranich! <laughs>
Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now.